Hello, everybody. This is the Black Bolt Podcast with Carlos and Randall. How are you, Randall? I'm doing quite well. Happy to be here on a Monday. Yeah, and then it's also for uh, SU on Patrol. So welcome, everybody. Uh, uh, today we're just going to – we were supposed to have a guest today, Randall, but I don't know what happened. We got outvoted by his wife. That's what happened. That's exactly right. If yeah. he, can, You know what? If he calls me right now, we can get him on the speaker and <laughs> pretend he's here, but we won't mention names. We won't mention names, and we understand that a, a wife's direction is way more important than anything we can ask for. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So you did the right thing. Top. <laughs> <laughs> yes, way to keep that secret. Uh, yeah, nobody knows. Nobody knows. So let's. Uh, so today we're just going to kind of freestyle and see and see what happens, I guess. Hopefully we won't get kicked out of the our studio here. Yeah, if, if we encourage anybody to start falling asleep while driving, we apologize now, but we will try to be uh, on topic and as entertaining as ever. Absolutely. Absolutely. So just uh, some quick news for the SU community. Um, our football team lost, unfortunately. Yeah, um, but it's only a game. It's only one game. They're going to win the rest of them. Or hopefully at least the vast majority. I hope so. I hope we make the playoffs or something. Good players, good coaches. Yeah, yeah. They'll pull it back. Yeah, you, I'm sure they're going to make a comeback. And it was a tough team. It was a t- tough team. And let me see. Let's see who it was. Um, it was. Let's see, I have it. S- San Jose State. Yep. That's a tough team anyways. That is an extremely tough team based on uh, how they did last year especially, so. Tough one to start with for the season. Yeah. But again, I have no doubt they'll they'll come back. They'll show oh, yeah. us who they are. And they did the Philly special. Did you know that? They no. did the Philly special and they scored a touchdown. Nice. Yeah, I was uh I was pretty impressed with it. I mean the quarterback didn't do what the what is it? Uh who was the quarterback back then for the Oh that's that's dating you there, Carlos. Oh man. But regardless, you know, we give props to anybody who goes out there and puts a uniform on for SUU. Um, obviously not quite as much of those who put on a uniform for the United States, uh, but we still give a lot of props for those willing to go out there and work their hardest. Yeah, absolutely. Nick Foles. There you go. Nick Foles was the quarterback. But, yeah, they did awesome, and uh, hopefully you guys will come back. And and I think their game, the next game is an away game, and they are going to – so the next Arizona yep, State. Arizona State on Thursday. Yep. They're gonna leave Wednesday. They're they're going by bus. Oy. Three days. One day travel, then the game, they'll stay the night and then travel back. No thanks. Friday. Yeah. That's unfortunately what Canyon View is having to do for a lot of their games this year, just because now that they changed which division they're in there now. Did, again, did they change? Well, the no, game? I mean from last year, but that just means they have to travel further to get to Yeah. Schools did they go size. down? That's yeah. So, wait, Canyon View sits right in the middle of the two sizes, and so they could pick either one, and off they go. So, yeah, going to get a lot more traveling, and well, well, it was a long drive for a high school kid. Well, but hope, again, we give props to the Thunderbirds. Yeah, 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 we do. And then uh, for Canyon View, I hope they uh, that gets their motivation going, and maybe they'll move back up. I don't know. We shall see. It's rough. It's rough all give the way time. around. Give them time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So. On the side note, let's see, for all of you SEU students that are coming in, gosh, we have 
in September. We have so many events. So many, Randall. It's uh we got moving day the third and the fourth, where parents come in and tell their kids, Hey, we'll see you later. It's time. Cedar City, be prepared for extra traffic. Oh yeah, yeah. For all of you guys around town, the guys that are already living here, be careful because it's SU has the biggest freshman class in school history. Dang. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah, that's a lot of kids. When, when I first, I have to tell you a backstory for me when I first started, well, when I actually, before I started working here and I was applying for the job here, I asked during the interview, you know, they always tell you when you're getting interviewed for a job to ask questions that make it clear you've you know read up on your employer and the like. So one of the things I was trying to figure out with Cedar City was its population and traffic and stuff like that. So I asked that question of, you know, hey, do you have a lot of traffic here in Cedar City? I was from Idaho. And uh, my my boss, now city manager, Paul Bittman, basically said, well, there's twice a year they bring the sheep up and down. That can slow down the traffic a little bit. But he failed to mention that when you have move-in dates at SUU and you have a lot of parents here, that not only is our Walmart crazy like it always is, but it's like above and beyond crazy. So I highly recommend those who are here locally already get your Walmart shopping in. In fact, all of your shopping in before move-in day so that you can avoid some of those masses that come in. Oh, yeah. I don't know if they do that anymore. When was the last time they had a sheep parade? Well, not even the sheep parade. I'm just meaning actually when they take them up and down yeah, yeah. for the spring and fall. Yeah. that That's it. But they do have a sheep parade typically every fall. Um, so I'd have to look up the date. But yeah, I've, if you're excited enough to see some sheep and sheep trailers, we typically have one every year. Yeah. I did want to mention one thing if I could, though, because we have uh, four of our firefighters who are actually down fighting that, uh, what is it, the Dixie Fire down in Northern California. Oh, no way. Who is yeah. it? So I'm just going to do it by their first names, Travis, Blake, Stephen, and Garrett. Uh, not that you're listening, but I'm putting props out there anyway. Um, that's, a, that's a lot of work for those guys to go out there and fight those fires. Um, and, you know, these are guys that support us here locally all the time. Um you know, we see them often enough with the uh, city offices, but that's amazing that we can, you know, send guys to help out with battles across the country um, to make sure that, you know, we're safe. We're all experiencing the actual smoke from that fire. As you look out, <laughs> especially in the morning, uh, you can see the very fire, the, the results of the fire that they're fighting. Um, so I give props to guys that are willing to step away for a while and go fight fires and miss family and friends and other things. Oh yeah, to go do what we need them to do. Yeah, they also have, well the California that what is it the Pine Valley one? Now they got that one too. Yeah, never a shortage. I know we could spend a few of these uh, podcast slash radio shows to talk about forest management, but I will not go there because then I'll get angry. <laughs> <laughs> we prefer to keep it at least somewhat professional. Yeah, 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 yeah. True, but you know when now that you're on that, just a side note. Um, kind of a little bit of a, I don't know, a tribute or just to let people know the 13 Marines that got killed at the Kabul, Kabul, is that how you say it? Airport in the attack. Um, one of them was uh, from Utah. Um, you know, our condolences to the, to the families and, uh, you know, they've, the ultimate sacrifice just uh it's a sad deal hopefully uh, uh they'll never be forgotten there and 
maybe on the September 11th show that we do. Let's uh, hope. You know, the whole Afghanistan thing myself is, is a tough thing. It is. You know, you, you go in, you have so many that gave so much, uh, and you have so many asking, did it make a difference? And I have no doubt it made a difference. It's just the question of how much. Yeah. You know, it's that question of which is worse, having having no hope at all or having hope and then having it taken away. Yeah. And there's a lot of people in Afghanistan who had that experience. And yep. your hope is, because our hope is that because they had that vision, they had that little while where they were able to get a safe education, able to enjoy some freedoms, that maybe they can push for those. But it's a tough one. It's a real tough one for me, knowing that we've lost even a few more as we're trying to get out. Yeah. And, you know, I want to mention the one from Utah by name is uh, Staff Sergeant Darren Taylor Hoover. Um. Yeah, I don't know what else to say on that. It's just, yeah, it's either. just, this is sad. sad. I don't think there is anything you can say. I yeah. think that's one of the reasons why the moment of silence exists. Yes, is because there are times where no words will do. Oh yeah, you you can't bring them back, and all you can do is honor them and remember their sacrifice. Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah. So on the other one, on the now, uh, I think the. What is it, the para one that they're having the show? Not the show, but the event. What is it? The Iron County Fair. I completely missed it this year. Oh, man. I didn't even know that was going on. Did you know that? I always do, but unfortunately, I usually have some conflict. My kids like the Demolition Derby. Yeah, I wanted to go see that, but I think that already passed. No, I'm looking it up. I don't think you're right. I think you still have time. Oh, really? Well, assuming that their website is correct, um, it starts, it's actually got a countdown timer, three days, two hours, 36 minutes, and 50 seconds before it all begins. Well, I am on the Miss Iron County, Utah. Did you know that we have an Instagram now? Yes. You do? We're, we're famous. Yeah. So <laughs> for you guys, if you guys want to get on our Instagram, uh, Blackboard Podcast, uh, please join, and then that way you can get updated and see pictures of Randall. Yeah, myself. <laughs> <laughs> that hopefully is not their intent, because if so, that's terrifying. <laughs> but yeah, it shows in the background. I'm looking at the videos right now. It's like little. There's little kids on their uh, on their little motorized uh, vehicles, and then there shows them demolition derby in the back. Well, must be older ones. No, this is the. Well, I hope. Hopefully, I don't know. But you know what? You know what would be a good idea to have the new Miss Iron County on our podcast good call i think i'll have to reach out to her and see if she'll come in with her first attendant second first and second attendant so miss iron county for listening you know hopefully you are well uh you're we'll think carlos her. is gonna come bother you yes <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah it's showing on the iron county fair website so ironcountyfair.net labor day weekend september 2nd through the 6th in Parowan, utah Okay. So the fun begins this week, according to their website. Let's do it. I want to go. I love the demolition derby. Yeah, that that part's amazing. I've had a neighbor who we get to see oftentimes trying to fix his truck back up after he smashes it up a bunch of times. Kind of a fun <laughs> thing to see. <laughs> you know, that's a lot of money. You spend a lot of money doing that. A lot of money to destroy it? Yeah. That's the best way to do it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I guess if I had them, I don't know. <laughs> Better than what I spend my money on, which is usually just food. 
<laughs> you and me both, and I laugh because I do the same thing. <laughs> yes, but you have a vest that you can use as a uh, corset and tighten it up a little bit. Girdle. I don't have that option. Yeah. Well, I wish I can use it when I'm not working. <laughs> Might look a little obvious. Feel a little bit better about myself. But yeah, the Iron County Fair. So that well, I'm glad we brought that up because I really want to go to the demolition derby. So for people that have moved in here just recently from out of state, um, they do have that, and the date is what September second through the eighth through the sixth. Sixth, out in Perrow, so Utah. This Wednesday through next Monday. Okay, so for you guys that um, don't know, uh, Perrow, Utah is what. 20-something miles north of here. That's about right. Yep, jump on I-15. Just be careful because if you blink, you'll pass it. So you got lots of different stuff, carnival stuff, dance. Food. Demolition derby, yes, lots of food. Um, exhibits, there's just tons of stuff you can do to enjoy Iron County and the wonderful people that are here. Yeah, and they serve alcohol, don't they? I'm going to guess so. Yeah, um, I think so. But since I don't work with Perrin licensing, I guess I really can't confirm that. But yeah, I'm I can't guess either. probably. Because it's a derby after all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a must. <laughs> That's a given. Usually those two go together. <laughs> Not always. <laughs> Although half the time with my kids riding their bike, I sometimes wonder if they're in a derby, but it's all right. <laughs> oh, man. So city council, let's, uh, how's the running going? I think you're probably up on it more than I am. I am a bit. Um, obviously I have to be careful since I'm a, a, a servant of the city to do my best to not say anything about which ones I prefer or not. Of course. Um, but we did just have the primary election just a couple of weeks ago. Um, and so they've narrowed that down. We had five, the five people initially were Scott Phillips, Ron Riddle, uh, Carter Wilkie, Derek Morton, and Mark Mumford. Uh, the way we do it here in Utah is, of course, you narrow it down to two per position, basically. And since our, we have two council positions open right now and we had five candidates, had to narrow it down by one. So now we're oh. down to um, Scott Phillips had the highest number of votes, uh, then Riddle, and then Wilkie and Morton followed in that order. All right. um, the bottom two are really close together. So it'll be interesting to see how this turns out. Um, as a student of political science, uh, I just want people to get out and vote. You know, you almost, as much as obviously I have my bias as a prosecutor against the legalization of marijuana, the one great thing about that is our turnout was amazing. A lot of people voted. Really? You almost want to send in at least some controversial topic every election just to get people to show up. Because hmm. if you look through the numbers and see how many people vote, especially in municipal elections, it's horrible. Oh, yeah. You know, we, we want to gripe, we want to complain, but we don't go out and vote. And we don't go out and support candidates, and we don't put signs up because, eh, I'll let somebody else do it. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah. You know, what would be awesome if we did a uh, soci sociological study on that, like a poll and say, hey, why, you know, like a five, ten question survey saying, why would you want to go, why would you or would you not want to go out and vote? and have a little box that says why and have an explanation. I would really love for people to just to read the responses. Yeah, it would be interesting. And unfortunately, because they do have studies on that, and a lot of them it's just a lot of people don't think they'll make a difference. You're right. And yeah. so people don't go vote because they're like, eh, my one vote's not going to make a difference. Yeah. But it can. 
Uh, we've had we've had elections in the past, even here, where the difference between who moved on and who didn't was sixty votes. Dang, sixty people. So if thirty of those people had voted a different direction, if they had voted for the lower candidate of the two, a different person would have made it through. Yeah, that, that's especially the municipal side. It's huge. You know, it's amazing how much people turn out for a presidential election. That is actually the one area you might not have as much of a difference. You look at Utah, for example. We're voting Republican. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's probably not changing for quite a while if it ever changes. Um, but at the municipal election level, oh, it can make a massive difference. Yeah. Your one vote is worth 100 times more than what it is for a presidential election. And yet twice as many people show up at presidential elections. Yeah. And it's it's because it's what you see on the news. But in truth, despite those checks that we get in the mail from one party or another as a stimulus check or a prepay on our tax returns – your local council is going to make a bigger difference in your life than the president ever will. Yeah. It's just that simple. Unless he pushes that big red button that sends us into nuclear war. Like the one we have right here. <laughs> that's the easy button. That's not oh, quite never a mind. nuclear button. Okay. Um, that, it's just that simple. It's and, and I get on my high horse really quickly when it comes to politics and the students that have taken my I couldn't tell. classes <laughs> get probably really bored rather fast. <laughs> no, no, but no. the local ones make all the differences. Oh yeah, I, I completely agree with you on that one. They decide whether or not suddenly a thousand more cars are going down your road, and you're having to decide that before that issue ever comes up because you're voting for this person three years before that issue comes up. Yeah. Do you want, you know, do you want your subdivision to have a rock quarry right next to it? Well, mine does. And that was a decision that yes, was made back in the early 2000s. That was a decision made by elected officials. Good, bad, or not, those people were elected. Yeah. So go vote, people. Yes, go vote. And you heard it right there from Randall. A lot of people probably do think that way, and they're like, oh, it's not going to matter. But, you know, if you if you have somebody in your neighborhood that thinks the same way and have the same issues um, – that's a what that could be easily 20 people yep and that could make a big difference now i have to admit there's a little bias on my side the other direction too because with a low turnout and city employees voting in such high percentages we often get a higher uh, a bit more authority in voting for our own bosses true but that really isn't the way it should be yeah you know as much as people love they could love to vote for their own bosses we as city employees do actually get to do that a little bit um but it really shouldn't just be up to us because otherwise everybody we elect will just pay me more money, which I'm good with. <laughs> but I don't know if all the voters want that. Yeah, so so the next round is when? When's the next so round? So the next one is your, your normal election times in November. Um, and so that will be your general election. You'll have the four remaining council candidates as well as the two mayoral candidates who will be on the ballot. Nice. So, You'll get any, anybody goes out and votes. You're now going to be deciding the direction of Cedar city for the next few years. Yeah. That's very important. Cause that's of the six elected positions we have with the city. Every two years we vote on three of them. Yeah. And this year it's two council members and the mayor. So make your voices heard both at election and otherwise. Absolutely. So, do you know of any uh, when they're gonna any debates any any? I don't actually have those, um, but I'm sure they can be looked up, um, and I know there will be more, and so we can hope that that'll give us a better feedback on who's running. One of the downsides and dangers of local elections, especially in a small town, is you almost feel like you're voting for different colors of the same shade of gray. <laughs> <laughs> 
And like so that. it's good to get to these, to get less about, you know, are you a true Republican or a true Democrat and more of what do you think about this particular street? Or what do you think about the potential expansion of the aquatic center? You know, these are very specific issues that you can ask these candidates and say, what do you think? Yeah. And so you can find out specifically what they want. Good luck getting those kind of answers from your federally elected officials. Oh, yeah. Good luck. Yeah. They're, they're going to spout off a few things that sound good on, on Fox or CNN, but they're not going to be things that are going to impact you directly right off the bat. Yeah. But with these ones right now, oh, yeah, no, they're going to be, they hit the ground running in January and they start voting immediately. Yeah. And there's, there they go. Yeah, true, true. So if anybody's unhappy or they're happy with the way uh, everything's going, go out and vote. Go out and vote because it's going to matter. It's going to matter. And uh, I think uh, all the candidates are pretty good. I, You know, I think we, I don't know, I now that it's down to the the four and then the, the mayor spot, maybe, maybe we get them in maybe. 15 minutes each. Good luck getting a politician in under 15 minutes. True. Wishful thinking. But we have a little bit of time. Yeah. Yeah, two months. Yeah, I think we, hey, there's a basketball coach going walking right by. I don't think we're being heard that. Maybe I was too soft. Yeah, so get out and vote. Get out and vote. Keep keep up with the city council meetings. Just go out there and uh, stay informed. Stay informed and do the, hey. Yeah, stay informed and definitely. And also, I, if I could, I want to throw in some extra props, not to necessarily specific individuals because there are too many to name. Um, but you would have to be either been blind or not watching the news or not in the area for the last couple of months. But obviously, we prayed a little too hard for rain and got <laughs> a little too fast. Uh, but I want to give props to all those that went way out of their way to help other people. You yeah. Know, in my case, lucky or unlucky, I was actually out of the state each time that happened. Um, so I just got to watch it from a distance, but you know, I'm amazed at how many people, you know, not all of them ended up on the news, but there were a lot of people willing to trudge through six feet of water and who knows what else Yeah, to dig people out. Yeah. And you know, that can be a little dangerous cause you never know what's in the water. And even when you know what's in the water, you don't want to get into it. Oh yeah. Um, but there's a lot of people that truly showed how amazing that they are. And why yeah. it's so great to live in this area. Yeah. Yeah. No, and I'm so glad you brought that up because there were so many people that were out helping and uh, just appreciate everybody. And I don't think it, you know, to name one person will be just unfair or a couple people. So that's why it's going to be a blanket thank you for everyone. And you guys know who you are, uh, you know, from from the bottom of our hearts and every, you know, and the people that were needed that help. Um, it was just, I don't know. I've lived here for a while and I don't think I've ever seen something of that magnitude. Ever. Especially that many times. Yeah. And there's a, well, now there's a lot more houses. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I've, it's, it's been a, it's been a minute. Mm -hmm. It's been a minute. And, uh, and there's going to be some serious planning. I think, in fact, it's already happening to try and reduce the chances of those kind of things happening. That's good. You know, the, the, the amount of money, for example, the Cedar City and for that matter, the federal government spent on the Coal Creek project over the, the last couple of decades um, has been quite large when you compare it to like our budget and everything else. Yeah. Um, and yet it still um, apparently wasn't quite enough for yeah. everything. 
I don't know all the facts, so I definitely can't get into it. Um, but there's gonna be more planning. You know, that's the reason why we have people, smart people working in the right positions, I hope, to figure out, okay, where did it fail? Where are we gonna fix it? Yeah. And so get, you know, again, get involved. Even if it's not even political, get involved. Get involved in understanding how your neighborhood works and saying, okay, how can we reduce the chances of flooding into your neighbor's property? Yeah. You know, I've seen some where people, they hard surface almost their entire property. It's house and it's asphalt. Well, none of that absorbs water. <laughs> and so what does it do? It flows into your neighbor. So think about that. When you're putting something up, you decide when you're building your property, work with your designer, design professional. There's the basketball coach right there. And, uh, and you make sure that you think about that. Yeah. Think about where that water flows. You know, we think we're in a desert and we are. Yeah. But when that water starts to flow at these levels... Yeah, you don't want it in your basement, but you don't probably want to give it to your neighbor's basement either. No, it, it was, gosh, I can't, I have video of, well, where I live at, and it, it seriously covered the whole road. Yeah. Luckily, the road is lower than where I'm living at, so I didn't, I wasn't affected as much. It took a little bit of gravel, but that was just minimal to what other people up in, uh, what is Ashdown Forest? There been, yeah, and there's a lot of areas. Yeah, that. And, Two floodings ago was what Enoch? Yeah, they hit Enoch. Ten percent of their housing units. Oh man, so Enoch got massive. hit hard. Yep. So um, trying to avoid any jokes of combining Noah and Enoch um, with flooding and the like, but nonetheless, it's it's very serious. Obviously, for those who have suffered through it, who now have to rebuild or fix yeah. what they've had their heart and soul in. Yeah, but the cool thing is, is. Uh, is uh, the people that, you know, I I went out to Enoch and helped my brother-in-law because he, he lives in Enoch and he, his basement got trashed. But the cool thing is everybody was out there and, you know, people that didn't even live in Enoch were out there helping. There was people giving away food, hot food that they made saying, hey, you guys hungry? And they fed everybody. That is just, that was amazing. It was just, it was just amazing. It's uh, definitely stepping up. I remember, actually, I think it was either the first or second summer I was here, so 14 years ago. Um, we had some flooding in our neighborhood. I remember that. And uh, it was a big deal. You know, there were, for each one of us, this was like, oh, my goodness, our neighborhood is filling up. It's going to be a giant uh -huh. swimming pool. And we don't even have basements, and yet it was still getting into a house because yeah. it was just that much. And even then, you know, yeah, you always have your ones that don't know what to do, but the vast majority of people just said, I don't know what to do either, but I'm jumping in and I'm doing something. Yeah. You know, even if I can only reduce the amount that goes into the house by a gallon or two, I'm going to do it. We were digging by hand oh, to man. try and get through a, a pipe that yeah. had, was blocking the water a little bit. It was kind of a crazy situation. Yeah. And it was nothing compared to what we've had this last, oh, yeah. you know, six weeks or so. Yeah, it was bad. So again, can't ever say enough to thank all the people that, stepped up and helped again at their own potential peril yes um to help other people yeah thanks again thanks again so man that yeah you just brought back so many yeah it, that was a wild wild day i mean lightning and it was just nuts that's all i can say and <laughs> and thanks again to the people because it was uh Without them, I think the homeowners or renters, whoever, would have been, uh, it, it just wouldn't have been good. But to 
on another topic, we're talking here about the school, September is going to be a busy, busy month. So just so everybody knows, in September we're going to have, like once again, like I said, the school's history, the biggest freshman class, um, and places to rent are pretty slim, pretty slim. So, uh, But for you guys, uh, freshmen that are here already or parents that are listening to the radio station or anybody, we have tons of events um, to kind of a little bit more of a happier note. Uh, we're going to have a dance party, Library Quad, from 8 to 10. Get your dance shoes on and bring it over, Randall. I don't know. Maybe we can do a podcast there. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's the advantage of audio only. At least nobody would have to see me dancing. <laughs> That's right. Unless we As, get as my kids and wife would confirm, nobody wants to see that because you cannot <laughs> unsee it. Uh, that's funny. And but I am sure, I am confident that we have many, many students here and incoming who actually know how to dance. Oh, yeah. And can do it well, or at least know how to dance and can do it entertainingly. Yes. Which we're fine with. I'm, I'm good with either of those because I am more than happy to be either amazed or have a good chuckle. Either one's good. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm a good spectator, encourager, a motivational. Hey, you can keep doing that. They I used know. to be called wallflowers, by the way. Wallflowers? Yeah, you stand at the wall as a wallflower <laughs> while everybody else danced. Uh, I'm totally good with that. Uh-huh, yeah, me too. See, now we're old. We can blame it on you know bad knees or a bad hip or something like that and just say, sorry, I can't dance. My knee hurts. True. Is it bad that my knee does hurt? Well, I mean, it does, but Dang. if you were a true, true believer in dancing, you would tape that thing up and go for it. Yeah, that's true too. That's true too. So that's Monday. Tuesday, spectacular party. I don't know what that is, but it's going to be spectacular. Same thing. 8 to 10. And then Food and Faith on 600 West. From They're going to close off that whole road by the PE building and the Institute building. So Food and Faith is just from 6 to 8. And that's going to be any faith can go over there. So it's going to be open to every faith. Or any, no faith. Or no faith. Go over there and enjoy some food and mingle and just a good, wholesome uh, way to get to meet people. Yeah. Enjoy time with your fellow human beings. Yeah. Yep. And then we have a watch party on Thursday um, from 8 to 10. And then the big one, paint the town red. Remember when it used to be on Main, on Main Street? For SCU, they close it out. Yep. They had a whole bunch of events. Right in front of my office. And now it's not going to be there. It's going to be on lot 14 between the library and the uh, and the student center on the south side, right by housing. That's going to be from 7 to 11. That's going to be Paint the Town it's Red. for some good times. Yeah. I'm, see a I'm, lot of smiling faces over the years for that event. They've been doing it for a long time. Yeah, I'm going to see. I'm excited to see what what SU is going to do because you know because of COVID um, gosh everybody's been limited on events so I'm glad that uh, we're doing something hey we got some people waving how are you guys Uh, see we are popular Randall just you Carlos no 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 they were waving at you but you were just too shy at the back of my head (laughs) that's probably the best side of me to see actually (laughs) the back of my head (laughs) And then, so then, you know what, where was I? Oh, yeah, Paint the Town Red, but then Saturday the 11th, a paint dance. Nice. Ooh, that, you know, those are always fun to watch because, I don't know, they just start, people get paint on them, and uh, 
It's going to be pretty cool from yeah. 8 to 10. It is a beautiful mess when they do those. Yes. Lower practice field. My wife still has one of those shirts from one of the paint runs that she did. Oh, really? Because of all the... It, it's just this dry paint, of course, that they throw, and it sticks pretty well. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's rather entertaining because you get to go out there, have fun, make a mess, but no, it's not going to be a permanent mess. <laughs> Gosh, they should bring that back, doing a paint run. So it, it can be definitely some fun things to do, and that's I'm looking forward to those as we get into the season. Uh, even the Cedar City's Half Marathon is coming up. Ooh. Um, on September 11th, I believe. Oh yeah, I'm not doing that. So it's coming up quick. I have actually have a brother who's coming down from Idaho to run it. Really? Yep. You better step up. Step up. You don't want. I'm gonna your... get some roller shoes and go down with those. Those are called Heelys. Heelys. There that you what go. Those are called. Yeah. I have to stay yep. hip. Yep. Heelys. And you know you don't want your brother coming into your turf <laughs> and showing you up, Randall. Uh, he's a doctor. He shows me up all the time. Oh, well. It, it's just a given. You should say, I don't know. I just, I feel like you need to do that and beat him. <laughs> just because. No, that's all right. My, my entire goal, because he's 10 years older than me, is just try not to age as fast as he will. But unfortunately, my hair is thinning just like his did. So I'll, <laughs> I'll meet him there in 10 years at the same point he is now. Although probably uh, not as good a shape because I'm not running a half marathon. Dang, that's a lot. I prefer to stay with 5Ks. But hey. my wife has done this half before. Really? She absolutely loved it. Is she going to do it by proxy and to kind of represent? No, we'll, we'll cheer him on. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. We, we, we cheer on one family member at a time, I guess. Well, that's good. See, I'm competitive. I, w I would be like, you're coming to my town, run a <laughs> dang half marathon. What? <laughs> anyway. See, and I just figure I'm, it, this is, you know, you have those olden days when they used to hide, you know, you had your champion trial yeah. by battle and you'd yeah. have your champion. Well, the McCune family is sending in their champion by the name of Russ and he's going to uh, go run the race. Nice. So I, I don't have to go because he's doing it for us. Nice. I don't know what I'll do next year. Okay. Oh, it looks like we're they're They're giving tours out here for uh potential new, uh, SU students. Welcome. Just know it's a great school and the professors are amazing. Oh yeah. Yeah. The professors are amazing. I can attest to that. Oh, you're a professor too. Well, why do you think I said that? No, yeah, I know. <laughs> There's no bias in yeah, there. No, Although no, I'm not no. teaching this not semester, no. so. Oh, you're not? I thought you were. Nope, not this semester. I, oh. I did one during the summer. Summer, that's right. You did. So they, they only need me when they're truly desperate because <laughs> there they're are way better professors here than me. Well, so they I... just call me in when those professors are too overworked instead of just somewhat overworked. <laughs> and they go, all right, fine. These poor students will just have to have a horrible adjunct professor. But we got to fill the class, so here you go. Well... I don't know about that. Well, we do have the biggest class. I'm surprised uh, you're not teaching the class. But we also have as Mr. SEU on the 14th from 6 to 8. Whatever that is. So check it out. Yeah, check it out. It's going to be fun. Because I guarantee you Carlos and I are not entering. Uh, absolute, I am absolutely not going to. <laughs> 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 That'll be in the auditorium. Auditorium. Yeah, I hear you have to have skills at something, and I don't know any skills that I would have I don't that either. anybody wants to actually pay attention to. Um, yeah, I I know how to, uh, I don't know. I'm hoping you know how to aim a gun, but I'm assuming that is not one of the talents they wanted the talent show. Yeah. Yeah, let's not bring that up. <laughs> We're actually going to go do our uh, uh, qualifying shoot on September 8th. Nice. I know. And we're going to have a barbecue, Chief Brown. I got to give you a shout out because, hey, you let us, uh, we're going to barbecue. That's all that matters. Even if I don't 
if I if I don't qualify to the standards, hey, at least I ate. At least you got a barbecue <laughs> before they let you go. No, yeah, we'll pass. We'll perfect. Pass. You get to shoot stuff and eat barbecue. That's what right. What could be better than that? I don't know anything else. Uh, and then we got women's volleyball against yes. Utah State at 5 on the 15th. That's going to be a good one. And then Friday the 17th, I don't even – the football team goes to Tarlet. I don't need Tarleton State. Yeah, you have to learn how to pronounce it first. Did I say that right? I have no idea. I've never been there. We'll call it good. But we're going to win that one too. Yeah, we are. And then women's volleyball versus uh, Dixie. <laughs> Dixie. That, that's a new arch rival. I just got to tell you that. I'm good with that. We're going to beat them confidently. No pressure, volleyball coach. And then Saturday, oh, the football team's going to come back. And then we have a housing event. Uh, for those students that are going to be in housing, it's the Funapalooza or something like that. I can't remember what they called it. But it's going to be from 12 to 4, and we're going to have a drunk driving course. Can you believe that? I'm I'm trying to make sure in my brain that minus I'm the understanding alcohol. this correctly. Yes, yeah, you don't minus have the, the alcohol, alcohol, but no. you have the rest of the drunk driving. Yes, course. we got drunk goggles. Have you ever worn those? I have. They're horrible. Yeah, they are pretty nasty. It's really hard to shoot a basketball with one of those. Hey, that'd be cool to do. Let's see, you know what? You just gave me an idea. Yeah, there was a museum down in uh, Southern California, and theirs weren't even the ones that that moved back and forth. It was just purely a shift to your left. Uh huh. And it was really weird. Ugh. You'd go to shoot, and everything was about a foot off from what you thought it was until you shot a few times, <laughs> and you take the glasses <laughs> off, and you're back off again a foot. <laughs> but no, that's that. It's it's a great lesson to learn because that's the last thing we need is another tragedy. Yes. You know. So we're gonna have that from twelve to four. They're gonna have food. Once again, another one of my favorite things. If it's food, be there. Yes, absolutely. And uh, it's going to be in Eccles Housing in the parking lot. Hey, there's Lucia. See, we're seeing so many people. i got to say hi. If Lucia had time, we'd bring her in here. Nope, she's not going to stop by. That's okay. Carlos is too popular. It's that simple. No, 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 We, we no. need to record this in a room that doesn't have windows so that all of his fans can't be here interrupting him. Well, I – no, I'm, nobody knows us. So back to housing events. Oh, back. Uh, let's see. What else do we have? Uh, let's see. More events, more events, more volleyball. Once again, Eastern Washington on the 23rd at 6. Um, and you know what? Oddly enough, this is just a side note for people. We're teaching a QPR class, me and uh, another uh, individual. Uh, it's going to be in uh, Education Building 102. I don't know if you've heard of QPR. It's a question, persuade, and refer. It's for suicide prevention, Randall. That's important. Yeah. If you haven't heard the the QPR, you, I strongly encourage you to listen to that. Um, it's really good. It can save a life or uh, at least help somebody in need. So we're going to be teaching that. Uh, and luckily, uh, Chief Brown is really really uh a positive uh he just he just likes the mental health aspect and helping SU students so that's why I was I get a chance to do that so then Saturday the 25th that's a big one we're going to have our homecoming parade are you going to be there for that one 
I sure hope so. We should have our own float. That would be interesting. That'd be awesome. We could just have a painted red wagon and take turns riding in it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to say my artistic skills are not really high. (laughs) But if you want to put some, you know, crepe paper around a a, a small red flyer wagon, I might be able to pull that one off. Dang. Can you, are you good at drawing a microphone? Drawing a microphone? Yeah, just no. painting a little micro. If we can do that, boom, we got it. That's set. why they invented computers and printers. Yeah, there you go. It's for those who have a lack of uh, artistic and writing skills. Yeah. So that'll be on the 25th, 9 a.m. It'll start at about 100 West on Center Street, University Boulevard. And it goes all the way down to almost 1150 West. It's going to stop at the church on about 1,000 or 1,100 West. And that'll be at 9. And then after that, we have women's volleyball. University of Idaho is going to be coming over here at 11. So 12 o'clock they'll play. And then we have our football game. I think this is our first home football game. It's going to be packed. Packed against Eastern Washington. That's a tough team. But I think we're going to have a few games under our belts, and we're going to have all the cobwebs and everything out of there. And uh, I think we're going to get a dub on this one. Of course. I think so. But And then the 28th, women's volleyball again against Northern Arizona. They're going to visit us. So that's pretty much it for September. We're going to be busy. Busy, Randall. Be a good month. Yeah. And then after that, we're going to have to give our SU police officers a break or throw them a barbecue or I don't know. I don't know what we should do. Something helpful. Yeah. Well, oddly enough, we're running out of time, Randall. Well, that happens. Can I do one more event? It's in the beginning of October, but I wanted to make yes. sure it's mentioned early. Um, so if you didn't already weren't already aware of it, we have a, a wonderful uh, group here that does a lot of work for Iron County. And it's called Canyon Creek Services. Uh, They help with domestic violence, sexual assault uh, victims. They do an amazing job. There's just no, there aren't enough great words to say about the wonderful people that work and volunteer there. Uh, Quite simply, they do more for this community than almost any other group. And we have a lot of great groups in Iron County, so that is saying a lot. Um, We love the work that Canyon Creek does. Uh, They have a handful of fundraisers every year, and the one that they have up right now that I'm seeing on here is their third annual masquerade Yeah, um, that's coming up on October 5th. So I would encourage anybody who has any relatives, friends, or themselves who have ever been uh, adversely affected by domestic violence, sexual assault, which, to put it bluntly, is probably all of us. Um, We all have somebody who's been through this. Uh, Come out and support whether you do it that way or your time or the like, um, Canyon Creek provides a service that is just so necessary for our community. You know, I wish we lived in a perfect world and didn't, but they're amazing. They, they just did one of the slow rolls that was part of theirs um, just like a week ago or a few days ago. But they have that one coming up that I would strongly encourage you to do. Um, when we get to October, maybe we can look at a guest from that too because i think october is domestic violence awareness month so we need to bring i know the lady to bring in so again i can never give enough props to canyon creek services because they do an amazing amazing job 
and they are non-profit non-profit so any any help that they can get yep they operate on what i would call a shoestring budget but they do more good with that money than i think most people think is possible so yeah keep it up and help support them as well as others in the community um, that provide services to people in need Um, there's never a shortage of unfortunately of people in need yeah but as long as we all step up there's not a shortage of people willing to help absolutely and uh, so if you guys want to get more information, it's canyoncreekservices.org. So go on their website. They have the little menu. You can volunteer, help for survivors, prevent violence, uh, prevention. Uh, they have ways that you can support us, and they'll give you the why donate. Uh, just go to that website, canyoncreekservices.org, and, uh, and try to help them out. But I know that uh, we also have... Uh, like you said, we also have other services. We also have, uh, uh, I can't remember what they're called. Well, I know the other one that I really love that we work with a ton is the CJC, the yes. Children's Justice Center. Yes. Um, I do their 5K run every spring. In fact, I, I have to state it for the record, I guess, that I have, because I had to have my knee fixed, my ACL replaced back in April. And it takes a long time to I remember that. from that. And I have, uh, challenged my now 10 year old but he'll be 11 by then to the 5k race usually in may Dang. for the cjc so children's justice center please have that race on a day i don't have a soccer game so that i can challenge my kids to a 5k again that'd be cool i would i wouldn't mind doing that i don't know if i'll finish first but i know i'll know i'll be close to last it's supposed to be a fun run so first is not oh, a requirement okay, okay unless of course you're challenged by your young son in which case you know in my case i have to uh <sighs> No pressure. Hard. No pressure. Yeah. <laughs> it's either that or sprained ankle. You know, one of these ways I'm going to have to, you know, win it or flop it. I don't know which one's going to happen. We'll see. Jeez. All right. Well, we're out of time, Randall. You know, it wasn't so bad being on our own without having another speaker. But we um, missed you anyway, Topham. Yeah, we did. Oh, <laughs> uh, there goes his, what is it, anonymity? It's only the second time we've mentioned it today. Yeah, that's all right. Okay, well, thank you guys for listening in, and uh, we'll catch you next time, and uh, we'll hopefully have another show right before the students come in. That way they can listen, and uh, next time we'll provide services of what the school has and what the police department here on campus provides for them. And uh, and they can shake their head at old people. That works, yeah. too. <laughs> That'll work. All right, we'll see you guys later. Thunder Running 1.1. This is E-Bomb with this week's fresh hits. Cold Heart.